Hello, everyone. My name is Rena Bindi. This is Point Taken with Rena Bindi. You can find us on Anchor FM, Spotify, and YouTube. Today, we have an incredibly special guest, Dr. Jay Komarek with Mancus Chiropractic. He is a second-generation chiropractor specializing in animal chiropractic care. He currently lives in Colorado and has adjusted equines all around the nation. He's built a legacy chiropractic care business, healing animals, including performance horses. Recently, a movie was, was released with Dr. J called Life Adjusted, which is available on Amazon Prime. Dr. J, I have been incredibly excited about interviewing you today, especially since, since a friend of mine, Dr. Paige Mott, had told me about you. Thanks so much for taking some time and meeting with me. You bet. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Here's, here's my little fur baby, Zugo. He wanted to say Hi, hello Zugo. real quick. Hi. You want to say hello to Hi. everybody? He's just adorable. I think he wants me to throw his toy for him more than anything else. Here you go. You happy? No, I don't know what he wants this morning, Jay, but it's whatever he wants. He's our, he's our life around here. Uh, so I'm, I'm newer in chiropractic, animal chiropractic care. And when I heard that you were adjusting horses, like performance horses, uh, people who have horses as pets. Um, I was quite fascinated. So can you tell me exactly how, how you got started in this, like how this became a passion? Um, well, you know, my family, there's 13 chiropractors in my family and my dad and his two brothers uh, were chiropractors. All three of them have passed, but this was way back in the fifties and sixties. And um, as a kid, I, I, you know, I grew up in Texas um, at an early age and I would go to the rodeo and I got kind of hooked on horses separate from chiropractic. And then um, I, or I was maybe eight, eight or nine, and I saw a horse get adjusted. And, uh, you know, I, I knew my dad was a chiropractor. I had received chiropractic care and I knew that my dad took care of dogs and cats. And uh, so I uh, saw a horse getting adjusted and I was asking my dad, you can adjust a horse. And he said, well, you can adjust anything that's got a nervous system, anything that's got a brain and spinal cord that's encased in structure, you can clear that. And um, so anyway, I, it, I was very young when I decided, oh, this is what I was going to do. And um, so sure enough, you know, I, as I grew into chiropractic, I went to chiropractic college in Portland, Oregon at Western States Chiropractic College. And when I got out, one of my very first clients uh, were two people. One was a veterinarian who needed a horse adjusted and asked me, she was my patient. She had migraine headaches and I took care of her. Then she asked me if I would adjust a horse. And then I had another woman who, her husband had a big uh, car dealership and they had racehorses. And I went and adjusted one of the racehorses and and, you know, all you need is to have one horse win a race and you're literally off to the races in this business. So I, I was working, I worked at uh, animal hospitals early in my career and um, wound up doing dogs and birds and cats and horses, lots and lots of horses. So this is my um, starting next year, uh, my 44th year. Did you say you adjusted a bird? 
uh, the, the veterinarian that I worked for had her specialty in birds and people who have birds in their houses, um, you know, some are, some are in cages and some are free to roam around, will fly into a wall and smack their head. And, uh, and they also get nervous disorders. Birds will get all kinds of nervous tics. And so there are these little minor things we do with, <laughs> with their nervous system to clear them out. Wow, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I noticed you've used the word uh, clear as well. It, it, for me, it has more of a spiritual uh, feel to it than just saying that I adjusted. Well, adjusted has a biomechanical sense. Mm -hmm. You know, we have this, people have an idea that we're moving bones. And, and, and in fact, we do do that. But the reason we're doing it is to clear uh, the central nervous system that most animals or a good many animals that have been traumatized and good many people are in a state of trauma and they, their nervous system and neurology, we refer to it as being upregulated or downregulated. Hmm. It's designed to fluctuate. It should go up, it should go down, but you just don't want it stuck in the up state. Horses that have been traumatized, people have trauma, their nervous system will start cascading in a certain way, chemically, neurologically, and then the biomechanics change in response to that. So our job is to restore the central nervous system back to equilibrium so that it's able to be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. It's not stuck in the past. It's, it's in the present moment, reading the environment and making the appropriate changes chemically, mentally, emotionally, physically to whatever is needed. But with trauma, a nervous system can get patterned and especially repetitive trauma and then that person, that horse, that dog is stuck in a pattern. And so when we say we're clearing it, if you've ever had an Etch-a-Sketch as a little kid, that little toy with all the lines and wiggle, and <laughs> you shake it and you, you clear that, we're clearing the underlying neural patterns. And when that happens, the biomechanics tend to get freer. We have free movement in the body. That's amazing. I've never heard it heard having an adjustment or cleared being described as this before. That makes perfect sense to me. I live a chiropractic lifestyle. My husband and I do, and now Zugo does as well. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. I've, for me, being a two-legged creature, uh, like I had a sciatica issue and it's because I had, I wasn't stretching. I wasn't taking proper care of myself. So when I was running, um, I got a cheering pain from my buttocks all the way down to my foot and just crumpled to the ground and had no idea what was going on. It was the most intense pain I had ever experienced. And eventually one of my girlfriends brought up that I needed to go to a chiropractor. And after he started adjusting me and I did the stretching that he had recommended as well, um, I've been sold. And that was, that was in 2008, 2009, right around there. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. You know, it's wonderful. It's as far as health maintenance, you know, your nervous system, your brain and spinal cord is running the show. It's reading the environment and then it's deciding internally what appropriate changes need to be made chemically, mentally, emotionally, biomechanically. 
And when you're free, neurologically free and biomechanically free, you tend to do that better. And when you're not free and when you're stuck, uh, it's inefficient. There's a lot of inefficiencies in the body, chemically, metabolically, biomechanically, which leads to exhaustion. Most diseases that you know of, if you could name one, are preceded by levels of exhaustion. Their central nervous system has been jacked. We term, it's not a technical term, but we just say the person is jacked, the horse is jacked, it got traumatized, the nervous system upregulated, it stayed in this fight or flight response, the chemistry started going haywire, and eventually the person becomes exhausted. It's unsustainable. You know, you could run away from a lion for a minute, but you couldn't do it for, for days. And, you know, a lot of people live that way, right? Yes. So our job is to help them bring their nervous system in the present time by clearing the system and uh, having it being able to fluctuate up, fluctuate down. We just don't want it stuck. And we don't want it biomechanically stuck either. So when the doctor gave you the stretches, he wanted to restore movement. And a lot of time, like with yoga or Pilates, just restoring motion is enough to help the nervous system come back into balance. That, that's for me, that's absolutely true as well. Yeah. I know that as long as I'm staying, as long as I'm in motion, as long as I'm moving, I do not have any other flare ups or any other issues. My husband experienced the same issue or similar issue before he was a general contractor. He was doing all of the work and he started getting the sciatic issue. So I had him go to a chiropractor and get Ralphing done and do yoga. And it's, it cleared him up as well. And he stays moving. He likes, he's the guy who you'll find in the Pilates class on occasion, <laughs> doing yeah. his best to keep up with all the ladies that he, uh-huh. you know, he, he learned his lesson as well. And I mean, for us as humans, it's fascinating to me how, we need to get talked into it or convinced or something, but with the animals, I like, I saw your approach with the animals and how with, uh, when I saw life adjusted specifically with Dizzy, how you were able to communicate. And after you were able to gain Dizzy's trust, you were able to start doing adjusted, adjusting this horse and everything about the horse changed. And it was more of like a, um, you had to gain the animal's trust, but with humans, it's like you have to mentally convince them that this is what they should be doing. But with the horse, once they see what's happening and they feel the release and they feel the clearing, it's like they come, they'll come running up to you for their adjustments. It's you know, much quicker. It's, it's much quicker. They don't, you know, I think you and I mentioned this the other day that they're not running a narrative in their head. The, the horse or the dog, the bird, they're in present time. So they have, we say they have present time consciousness. They're here, they're now, and they're reading that energy and they can sense your intent. So it's not like I'm talking to them about neurology or orthopedics. Uh, it's my intent is I'm going to help you. And uh, there are things that are required. Like with Dizzy, there were certain things in addition to my presence was clearing her neck immediately to, to force the nervous system to reboot. And uh, so there are things that um, as good as the intent was and all of the people who were associated with Dizzy were 
very well-intentioned people, but couldn't get near her. Uh, there were one or two people who were able to approach her, but, um, but that took years for them to do that. And so the thing that we did where she's rearing and fussing and we put force into the base of her neck, forced her brain to do something. And that's a complicated subject, but it basically forces the brain to reset. And it gave me the opportunity, gave me a window to get in there and show her we're okay, let's proceed. And she then let me in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's listening or watching, when you do go to watch Life Adjusted, have a box of Kleenex, <laughs> like right there. Yeah. If you're if you're an empath at all, like I am, it was like, oh my gosh, it's so sweet, and just the yeah. the the power. Like I can feel your vibrational energy. I could I can even when I talk with you, it's like getting a warm hug. No. There's a warmth in your voice and your tone and the way that you. Uh, speak and I can tell that you genuinely care, which, which I can, I, I am a receiver of your, your energy. So thank you. Uh -huh. yeah, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And um, that's my intent. My, you know, I, it's, you know, business is great. You know, it's nice to have a nice life as a result of, but what's better is doing work that you love and that you're passionate about. And, and then sharing that with people, you know, so I've, in addition to taking care of, you know, I teach a lot of programs worldwide. So, you know, chiropractic, it's really my intent way back in the late seventies was that a way to expand people's understanding of chiropractic, that, that story was better told, um, was better told through uh, animal care than it was through people care. Then when somebody watches an animal adjusted, it's not like the animal understands placebo. The animal either gets better, or it doesn't get better. And so when you have a, an animal who's sick, gets adjusted and within a day or two recovers of chemical issues many times too, that we're able to monitor that. We're able to run chemistries and do things to find out that they in fact get better. You know, uh, people have a hard time countering that. It's just that, oh, they watched something. Uh, it's hard to get their mind around that. So it's, uh, when they watch an animal, it's very pure experience. And my intent in the late 70s was, well, if we get this rocking and rolling in animal care, and now it's worldwide, and we have a good many, I forget how many thousands of women chiropractic. The, I think the primary, uh, I don't know the stats, but I know that the bulk of animal chiropractors are women, uh, which wow. is it's really, really good. And um, and so it's now nationwide and, uh, and worldwide, they have schools. And that was my initial intent was that it was not only to serve the animal, but our profession was in need of people understanding that this is, we're not drugging anybody and we're not cutting anybody. We're using our hands to release an intelligence that's in you. It was God given, it's spirit given, it's in you. You're, you're not telling your heart what to do or your liver or your kidneys or your ovaries. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do because of the intelligence inherent within you. And that can be interfered with. That intelligence due to tensions on the spinal cord and structural locks can be interfered with. And the founder of chiropractic discovered that if we free that, the intelligence that's been given to you can now do its job to maintain health. Now, obviously it's not the only thing you're 
rest and sleep, you know, sleeping and water and diet and exercise and mental attitude, all these things are so significant, but none of it works without a nervous system that's in balance. And that, that's the bulk of chiropractic. That's, um, it's a very, very powerful, compelling story that most people don't understand. They just think, oh, it's all about back pain. It's it more never, than that. It wasn't designed for that. I have a question about, uh, specifically about where people can learn to become an animal chiropractor. Like what kind of a certification is that? What kind of a training is it that people need to have? Um, first you, first you go to, um, you go to chiropractic college or veterinary school. So you're going to spend six or seven years getting a chiropractic degree. You're going to spend nine years getting a veterinary degree just because they do surgical procedures. We don't do those. And then after that, then you're going to spend a year going a year and a half going to get an animal certification, wow. which started with Dr. Sharon Willoughby way back in the late eighties. She was a veterinarian and a chiropractor, both, who started op what they call Options for Animals, which was the first certification program. And what sprung out of that was the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association, which now governs all of the schools to make sure that they're doing a good job with their education, they're testing these individuals, so that if you get somebody who's got a certification from the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association or the International Veterinary Chiropractic Association, you've got somebody who's been very well trained. Excellent. That's good to know. I One of my friends heard that I was going to be talking with you, uh, who's a chiropractor, and was like, well, are there elective classes? Like, how, how does someone actually go through and yeah. get that? Do they have to go to another college or... I mean, well, there's there's several schools. So there's one is uh, Options for Animals, which is in, I believe, in Kansas. And then there's uh, Texas Chiropractic College, uh, or I'm sorry, Parker Chiropractic College. Um, there's ACES, which is run by a veterinary, Bill Ormston and his wife, Dr. Amy Ormston. So ACES, uh, Parker Chiropractic College. The other one is called Oasis, which is run by... Um, which is, I think is up in Wisconsin. So there's four or five schools. That's interesting. And I'm, thank you for that piece yeah, of information. Yeah. I'm also curious about, uh, so with the adjustments that you give to clear an equine, I mean, it seems like it takes more force or energy. How do you how do you keep up with your own body? Does that, does that take a toll on you at all? Well, it, it does, you know, after years of doing it, but I, uh, you know, this morning I was lifting weights and I was on my Peloton bike and I, you know, I, I try to keep my body in shape and I, I don't do, you know, back in my thirties and forties, I was doing 25 and 30 horses every day. And I don't do that anymore. I, I'll go out and do an emergency horse and, um, and I, I still do a lot of horses, but I, uh, I don't do it like I used to, but you, you definitely have, have some strength, but the bulk of it is knowing um, the neurology that I have, uh, you know, I have two women chiropractors I work with. One is your size. She's tiny, just tiny. She's in San Diego who gives one of the most amazing adjustments you'd ever watch. And she's maybe 125 pounds. Uh -huh the size 
uh, is is not so much an issue because I'm bigger, you know, I'm 230 pounds, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm able to use my mass. But someone your size would use speed. So you know, there's these laws of physics that we're juxtaposing, and um, you know, you have force and mass and acceleration, and each and based on your size, once you know the mechanics, and once you know leverage, and you know some physics, uh, there's a lot of ways to accomplish this. Wow, that's incredible. That makes perfect sense too. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to you taking on an animal, taking on a horse, like, and knowing that they need an adjustment, can you give me some signs to for for some of our listeners and viewers to look for that their horse may need an adjustment? Well, so on one end of it, we do crisis care, so we work with veterinarians who have examined a horse and don't have anything to offer a neurologic horse or a lame horse other than medication, you know, something for the joints, lubricants and muscle relaxants and different, different things. So when they're exhausted, when they've exhausted those, then they seek us out. So Mm. that, um, but lameness issues, colic issues, and these are things that we work in conjunction with veterinarians with on the other end, we have the performance end, that is the rodeo stock, people who running at 35 miles an hour down an arena to turn around a barrel, to run around another barrel and another barrel and then run back. So you have that. We have you know, horses on the racetrack who are running at 35, 40 miles an hour who are, are you know, going around a, a corner. So they're putting all their weight on their left shoulder and their right hind leg and and we have agility dogs, you know, dogs who are doing agility where they're, you know, running through weave poles and over, <laughs> you know, over all kinds of obstacles who, you know, go crashing into, um, you know, into, into stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it just, uh, so lame, lameness is a big one. Um, as then we have the geriatric, the older 12, 13, 14 year old dog who has just, um, has never received an adjustment, whose body due to either improper diet or injury that never got handled properly has become really stiff or arthritic. So there's lots of levels of care. There's, um, we do a lot of puppies. And so that, you know, we have a saying, as the twig is bent, so grows the tree. That is that once an animal is distorted neurologically or orthopedic, it tends in that direction unless you corrected. So we're dealing with young dogs. We're dealing with all types of trauma, dogs that have, you know, we had a dog this summer who was sitting in the front of a Jeep with the doors off, went around the corner. A guy went around the corner really fast and the dog went rolling out of the Jeep. And, um, you know, so trauma uh, and horse, you know, dogs, cats. um, With cats, it tends to be more chemically oriented, just people not knowing what good nutrition is like people feeding foods that have got a lot of um, you know, a lot of, a lot of junk in there that uh, that an animal would never find in nature. So, you know, you, you know, they're eating concentrations of food that are very, very high that they would never, if they were left alone to their own devices, they would never have that concentration of food. So we're educating around nutrition. We're teaching owners of dogs, and horses, how to, how to stretch actually kind of yoga for dogs and 
horses, just movements that help maintain their freedom. Um, and then we have all horses get themselves in a lot of trouble. I mean, they can, a lot of serious injuries that we deal with, um, trailer accidents, uh, you, you name it, they, you know, running and falling down and, um, anyway so they're, it's, they're uh, having fun they're running around they're yeah. you know, being agile and that's whether they're a dog a horse or a human we all do that yeah yeah <laughs> i think it would be easier if people just took their horses or animals in for like routine chiropractic care can shouldn't couldn't yeah it makes sense you know it makes sense for everybody to have whether you're sick or not, you don't have to be sick to get chiropractic care. You know, you're, the purpose of it is you're better off clear and free than you are stuck and jacked. And so when you're going <clears throat> now, stuck and jacked usually leads to ill health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're sick, obviously you're going to go, you know, you exhaust whatever medical means you need to, but you're going to get checked by a chiropractor and the reason you're doing that is because the brain and spinal cord run the show and you want them free. It's just, that's, that's the part that's coordinating the function and the healing. So um, it's wonderful that you go because you have a headache or you had sciatica, but the bigger benefit is that you're going to have a clear nervous system throughout your life. And as soon as you mentally or emotionally feel muddled or jangled, you go get adjusted and and uh, it's just a, it's absolutely wonderful, wonderful, amazing philosophy and science. Most people are very uh, unaware of the extent and how far reaching chiropractic is. They've been fed some story that is really inaccurate. And that's, that's part of the reason why I was so excited to have you on today is for part of this education process it's, it's a physical healing, an emotional healing, a spiritual healing. For me, it is. Personally, I've experienced all of that. And even with Zugo, my, my little fur baby, come here, come say hello again. Yeah. Even for this little guy, he's incredibly healthy. We run three miles, uh, like a mile and a mile and a mile or more sometimes. And he actually noticed he, his right in here. The way he was running shifted a little bit a few months back. So when I took him into Dr. Page, uh, she found a subluxation down here. And after she had adjusted him in two different spots, the back of his paws, he was prancing. His feet were lifting up from the back even higher. He was bouncing around more, not to say he wasn't already doing that, but that the movement that I had noticed in the back that was more like a waddle than a little kick up, it completely changed after she did that adjustment. And I was like, yeah. dogs, dogs need chiropractic care too. Animals need chiropractic care too. So we've, we yeah. are routinely bringing Zugo in now to see Dr. Page. And it's wonderful that she has a Yorkie as well, because our, right. our little Zugo is only five pounds, right? Yeah. So her Sophie is like three and a half or four pounds at the most. And she's used to adjusting smaller animals for that purpose. And yeah, it's just a match made in heaven for us. Dr. J. So, We're excited. So you know, when you think about it, if I took a tiny little rock, little pebble, and I put it in your shoe and I made you walk around with it. 
how your whole body would distort. Well, when they're misaligned, when they have tension in a joint and that joint is not moving freely, it's affecting the entire biomechanics of the body and the neurology. And, uh, and lots of times that goes undetected and then the animal winds up living with that. And then the next thing that happens is the body goes through a compensatory change. It'll start to compensate and then it'll compensate again. Then it'll compensate again. With humans, we sometimes will take a x-ray of the spine and we'll see that their body compensated four or five, six times over the course of 20, 30 years, mm. it never went, it never got cleared out and the body did the next best thing to adapt. And then, then it went the next best thing. And their symptoms will go, I had, I fell off a motorcycle. I had low back pain. Then the pain shifted to the kidney area. Then I had a kidney problem. Then it shifted to my left shoulder because the body then, now I have a migraine headache. And as we adjust them, they kind of, go back, they backtrack through all that, that distortion. And uh, they unwind, we, you know, we're just, they're like unwinding of sometimes 15, 20. You know, I adjusted a woman the other day who was 89 years old, mm -hmm. who had received her first adjustment at 89, just a week ago. Wow. And uh, was just, you know, had been living with this neural tension. And then now all of a sudden have that relieved or released. This is pretty, you know, pretty amazing. And for a wow. horse, you know, for Dizzy, you know, imagine living like that. That horse is now like just just doing so wonderful. Oh, that's great. Have Have you seen Dizzy recently? Yeah, I saw Dizzy. I guess about two months ago, two three months ago. Awesome. Guess, well, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that you know, it's a wonderful. But there are many stories like that. Many many stories that way. That was just one of them. You know, just of. It's, uh, there's an incredible cruelty to animals. I mean, there's, there's so many people who are lovers of animals doing such an amazing, wonderful job taking care of all these critters. And then we see the other end of it too, where there's amazing cruelty. And uh, so we wind up taking care of a lot of traumatized animals. A lot of people don't realize that they're, they have personalities and spirits and energies in them as well. And I mean, they are, they, they could talk the stories that they would tell. Oh, yeah. There's a wonderful, um, there's a wonderful book by a guy. He's actually a physicist and mm -hmm. his name is Rupert, Rupert Sheldrake. And uh, Rupert wrote a book uh, about when animals know their owners are coming home. And what he did was he accumulated these anecdotal stories of somebody being in India for three months working and then all of a sudden coming home, but without the cat or dog knowing and the cat or dog a day or two prior, the caretaker said, that dog was going crazy. And he's got all these amazing stories. It's a wonderful book. So when, when, uh, when animals know their owners are coming home by Rupert Sheldrake, it just tells you that uh, they're the extensions of their knowing and their spirit and their energy are very far reaching that they have a scent they have sensing that is um very very acute that and uh and they have a way of communicating to me when i'm working on a horse that it's very speaking of that level of communication does that does that also help you with your approach and how you've learned to approach a horse i mean it's magnificent watching you 
Yeah, I, you know, I, uh, oh, I, you know, I think I, w I was gifted that. It was a gift to me because I had it at a very early age. And uh, my father used to tell, he used to take my hands, he would take my hands. He said, you know, you have gold in your hands. You don't know it, but you have gold in your hands. Don't ever forget that. And I, as I got older and I realized, oh, this comes really naturally to me. And I realized it was intuitive. And there was part of me that was beyond my intellect. And I'm quite a, you know, I study a lot. I love to read. I'm, I, you know, I'm an educator. I love education. But I realized that when you're working on a horse or a dog, the education has got to go out the window. And you're working energetically, which is a language unto itself. And after 44 years, I can tell you that's like essential with horses. And, um, and you can do things biomechanically and really benefit a horse or a dog that are, it's strictly a biomechanical process. But when you have the biomechanics down and you have the energetics, the essence of spirit or love or connection, however you want to describe that, that makes a very, very powerful combination as far as helping an animal. So, and they, animals can sense that. I Are have, you able to, to, to teach or to show people how you communicate with horses? Do you, do you mentor people currently that can? Yeah, we have um, my, my partner. I have, I have two business partners that we work together. Dr. Petra Solwald, she works at Mancus Chiropractic and her husband, um, Clayton, Clayton Solwald. And we've been teaching together for 18, I guess, 17 years. So uh, just last month we had chiropractors, even with COVID came from all over the country. I think we had 14 and wow. I think 11 of them were women and veterinarians, chiropractors who come, who are certified, but who want to now learn this other level of care. And so it's advanced training for people. You've got to already have your vet or a chiropractic degree. You've already got to be certified. Then you're coming to us to learn like what I spent 44 years learning. And, and I, you know, I want to share that with people. It makes such a difference in the speed of recovery. And we have a protocol that we teach of how to do it where you're comprehensive in your thinking and your approach, where you're not going to miss anything. Working with veterinarians so that you collaborate. It's important that they learn to collaborate with the vet and the community, veterinary community. And um, so we do a lot of teaching all over the world. You know? It's, uh, can can other uh, chiropractors or vets attend this class by finding you at Mancus Chiropractic? Yeah, on Mancus at MancusChiropractic.com is our not only our schedule to schedule with us a dog or a person, cat, but also what our classes are coming up next year, and then we have online programs that uh, that starts in January. We have online if you need continuing ed, they can do their continuing education online. And, but they, a lot of them come to come here to Mancus <laughs> and we have a wonderful community with a great little couple motels and couple little great restaurants. And we have a big uh, center, uh, it's called uh, Medicine Horse who donate, they donate, they let us and allow us to work on these 14 horses that they have or that are older geriatric. So the horses get care they're great demonstrators of distortion and, uh, and then have a great facility. So we teach there and we teach at our office. 
are you are you going to teach any doggy yoga classes <laughs> you're talking about doggy yoga early and i was like where can i take my doggy to doggy well, yoga if, and if stretching you, um, if you send me your address i will send you dr petra's we have a cd on doggy yoga oh um, my gosh it's called stretch the dog stretch that dog and it's i'll show you how to do it i would i would love love to start doing that with Zugo. I already give him doggy massages. He comes up on my chest when I'm kind of laying back or reclined and I massage the muscles, the upper part, his chest, I'll scratch his back and push down and get all the little massages in for him. He absolutely loves, my husband loves it too, but, <laughs> but Zugo absolutely and, loves and it. Distribute that love evenly between <laughs> the dog and your husband. The husband will be slighted. Oh gosh, Z between Zugo, my husband and myself, Zugo loves us both equally at different times. When it's dinner time, he loves my husband more. <laughs> because my husband's the one who's like, oh, you want eggs? Oh, you want a little piece of steak? And I'm just like, <laughs> don't do it. And he's like, mom's not looking. Oh, I like your husband. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so does Zugo when it comes to food, especially in playtime. All right. Oh, All right. man. Yeah. Our little fur baby. Oh, do, do you have any other pets? Do you have any other? Um... You know, I have, a, I have a cat who's around here somewhere named Winston. Winston. And, uh, and I, um, he's around and we have an, another cat who's out and about named Ginger, but she's been on, she's been on a, walkabout for the last two days so i haven't seen her she stays outside winston stays inside and i don't know where he is oh okay go get it he's a oh. he's a mancoon oh he's a and, big uh, fluffy kitty hi sweetie hi he, i disturbed him he was by the fire sleeping oh my gosh what a big fluffy cat. How much does that cat weigh? Like 15 pounds? He, he's, he's up there. He's probably 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. He's wow. uh, I was working on a ranch uh, back in March in California. And I go, I've been going there for years and I do 10, 12 horses, 10, 12 dogs, all of the personnel. And I was going to uh, end the day, collect my check and say goodbye to the owner of the ranch a beautiful facility in Gilroy, California. And I walked into the garage and he is up on a washer dryers, be beautiful facility. Everything's spanky clean. And I said, who's that? She goes, oh, that's his name is Fred. And I said, Fred, I said, how long have you had him? She goes, oh, six, seven years. I said, I've been here forever. I've never seen that cat. She goes, do you want him? And my, out of my mouth said, yes. So I was like, what, what the hell am I doing? I travel, you know, I do a lot of traveling. I'm in Oregon, you know, I travel a lot. And um, so anyway, I, I flew back a few weeks later and I rented a car and I brought Fred home. But my daughter, I have two daughters. I have a son who's a chiropractor in Napa. And I have a daughter in Lafayette who's a school teacher. And my other daughter who's in school, Sophia said, dad, he's not a Fred. He's a, he's a Winston. So his name got changed. Definitely. And um, he's, he's wonderful. He's, he's, and we have a routine that we do in the morning. He sits, light the fire, we have our coffee. Uh, and then I head over to the office. So he's on his own part of the day. 
but That's he's wonderful. wonderful. He, he, yeah, he so. seems wonderful. It's nice that you two have your morning routine. I'm sure he keeps you even healthier on the inside as well. Cat, cats have a wonderful, amazing, different energy than dogs and horses. And when you're taking care of them, that's a whole different ballgame. I think they, the cats train us what they want and need in their lives. We are their servants is that's what right. I've learned about cats. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very, very, um, you've got to, you have to have a healthy respect for their intelligence. They almost demand it. That you, yep. have to, uh, that you understand that it's a super intelligent animal. And if you approach them with, I totally get you, I know you're smart, then they'll let you do anything when I'm working on cats. Um, but that of, of all the, you know, I can, I've worked on really nasty horses. I mean, really rank, what we call a rank horse who just, mm -hmm. who wants to hurt you. But a cat who wants to hurt you is the most dangerous of all. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, just, we'll get the claws out with that one. So uh, you yeah. mentioned you mentioned Napa and your son, who's a third generation chiropractor, yes. correct? Yes. And he has a practice out there as well. He is a chiropractor for both animals and people, and right downtown with his wife Rhea, um, R A H E A. Rhea and him are both chiropractors. They have a family practice in Napa. Then he travels doing horses. So he's, he, he's all over doing horses as well. So I, um, yeah, we, we stayed pretty busy. Man, I bet you passed your uh, golden hands down to him. Oh, you know what a great gift is when the student surpasses the teacher. Mm -hmm. He asked me last year, he said, uh, Pop, come on, I've got to go do some, I was visiting. I was doing horses in Oregon and I went down to visit and he said, come on, I've got to go do some horses. Come with me. And I had watched him, but I realized that he had made a jump in his dance that he does with horses. And it was, you know, I'm a proud dad because he's a chiropractor, but I real in order to do a horse, it requires quite a skill set. And he had, he arrived there. Now he's, had followed me as a kid as it, when he was younger, he was with me all the time. And, it went in and then I got to watch him just was so incredibly proud. And I realized he was doing a great service to the horses. I have goosebumps all over. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. So does he, does he travel similar to the way you did, which is yeah. like, yes. Yeah. You know, you go and it's, uh, you know, the business part of it, it's hard to drive one hour and do one horse and then drive an hour and do one horse. So we'll do a barn that's got eight or 10 horses. Then we'll go to the next barn, eight or 10 horses. And then that barn will then have five or six people who need to get adjusted or two or three dogs. So our office is really these barns that we've set up where collectively we're doing uh, it fine on a financial it's easier for us to be in one place and we let them know. So we're coming, please let the community know. And then they trailer in horses from all over so that we're not driving, spending time in a car. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's incredibly smart. I'm really glad you're able to set it up in such an efficient way. That makes perfect sense to yeah. me as a business yeah. owner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Efficiencies. <laughs> it's a, it, anyway, it's, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful career. I mean, it's a, you know, you get to set your own hours. And, and the, 
it's the downside is that you're so busy that you're working a lot. And, uh, you know, so you're learning how to compartmentalize and set boundaries as to, you know, just taking time to rest. You go and take care of a 12, 13 horses. You need a, you need a day to, <laughs> to unwind and let your body heal up a little bit. I could imagine. Yeah. Could absolutely imagine. I'm, I'm crazy excited that we had some time to talk today. No. Uh, I'm curious. So do you have any favorite books that you'd recommend for um, people to read? Well, I, I, uh, yes, I've got a, I've got a ton of them. I, I would start with the horse whisperer. If you mm -hmm. haven't read the horse whisperer, um, that, that book that's by, um, Oh, his name will come to me, but the horse whisper is a wonderful book. And, um, no, geez, I I'll have to send you a list of, kind of jog my memory right now, but there's, there's a bunch of wonderful, wonderful books out there, but all the horse books, people who, um, if you can watch anything by Buck Brannaman, uh, his movie, there's a movie called Buck. It's a documentary about Buck and, mm -hmm. um, and his videos are very, you know, again, this is the horse world. Um, um, and uh, let's see, Suzanne, uh, I'm trying to remember her last name, who wrote a book on German shepherds, but it's about dogs. And her name is, uh, and I believe it's Suzanne Chandler. And, um, but there's, oh, geez, there's so many. But I would start with Buck Brannaman. I would read The Horse Whisperer by, Horse Whisperers by Monty Roberts. And okay. you get a sense of, um, what I think is most important about connection and Buck Brannaman is about connection that long before you're doing anything in a physical sense, you've got to establish rapport or connection. And that that's like, that's the glue that makes all this work. Amazing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch the movie and look at the horse whisper and read that one as well. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be adjusting animals ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I really, I really enjoy the education aspect and learning more um, because I help a lot of animal chiropractors with their digital marketing. So mm -hmm. I want to be able to sure, I want to be sure that I can speak their language and understand what it is that, um, it, what they do and know more of the language and verbiage and how I can better identify with them and help them get their message out about animal chiropractic care. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I've got well, a new I've enjoyed this. Oh, oh Jay, I, I've been beyond excited, like I've said, to talk with you today. I've barely slept, went to bed late last night. I was like, yes, I get to talk with Jay. Uh, I'm so excited. That's that's very kind. I I was looking forward to it. I was, uh, and I told you the other day, it'll be organic, which it was, it would, would be effortless. It always is, especially with someone as kind hearted and uh, magnificent as you are with your energy and your thoughts and what you've done for our animal nation and human nation as a whole. I mean, you're, you've built a legacy animal chiropractic care business and human care uh, people come from all around the world to study and train with you. Uh, I just, I, 
I feel very humbled and grateful that you made some time to, to just yeah, talk with thank me. You. I, you know, if I could leave you or, and your viewers, it's, you know, decide you're going to serve, uh, serve first, that you're going to serve out of the goodness and the abundance of your own heart. Everything else falls in place after that. It's just be of service to someone. And um, once you have that down, everything works. Excellent. Well, this is Point Taken with Rena Bindi. You can find us on Anchor FM, Spotify, YouTube. And once again, we were talking with Dr. Jay Komarek with Mancus Chiropractic. We will have his, uh, his website and a few other of his like Instagram, uh, LinkedIn for you guys to click on very easily if you're on YouTube. Otherwise, you can find him at mancuschiropractic.com. And thank you for tuning in to Point Taken with Rena Bindi.